Welcome to Talk Story, a podcast by the Hawaiian Airlines Master Executive Council. I'm Communications Chair Sean Lee. Today we've got uh, two very special guests, uh, our MEC Chairman Captain Larry Payne and MEC Vice Chair Captain Rod Buskis. Hey guys, how you doing? How are you, Sean Lee? It's good. Sean, pleasure to be here coming, with you. Coming along. 15 all-pilot calls, two town halls. You guys are no strangers to being on the air. We just finished our 15th all-pilot call. I mean, it's it, unfortunately not all news is good news uh, right now. Um, the goalpost keeps changing on us, um, as I said on the call. Um, you know, Rod will attest the fact that we almost have to have an MEC meeting weekly uh, to adjust our, our strategy. Um the easels and peasels are, are obviously at the forefront right now. The the uh, furlough pilot assessment is at the forefront right now. We talked about that this morning. Um, you know, we're just trying to the, – the the last two weeks have been really active weeks with the, the 11th proclamation that came out um, with negotiations with the company, with Doug and his crew. And, um, you know, it's just an ongoing – seems to be a never-ending battle for us. The toughest thing, I think, is the uncertainty, right? Because we're really at the state's mercy, and until they open up, it's it's, it's a tough call as to, you know, um, when we can get going again. So uh, it's caused a little bit of stress on everybody, all the pilots, you can tell. Um, so we're just hoping that uh, positive outlook here maybe in September. And it, it's it's we're very unique in that uh, we can't quite start up business like uh, the big carriers on the mainland. It's... Uh, we're really, like you said, at the mercy of the state. Well, you know, you look at August first; they announced an opening, and then you know we were going to do a lot of flying. You know, we announced flying right initially, then we had to cut it back. So, uh, it's it's just it's it's really tough, and we are different. Sean, you're right because uh, the mainland flying. I mean, I live in Vegas. I see Vegas is picking up. There's a lot of flying going on there, or a lot more, not near what it is or should be. But uh, the other airlines are at least doing more than we are. So um, we're the slowest to, you know get going but hopefully once it starts uh, will be the fastest to come back because i think it will come back quickly once the state opens up and things change around it's just a matter of when that's going to happen now the big question on everybody's mind is will i get furloughed and uh for how long and what do we know about furloughs and and the future of of what the company might do to the pilots 226 warn notices went out you got one of those, got Sean. One of those yeah you know your counterpart mike davis got one um it brings you know, nobody any pleasure to see that happening, obviously, in this industry when just a few, a few short months ago, I mean, it looked like it was peaches and cream here, right? Everybody was going to upgrade. There was, like, what, a two-year upgrade here at Hawaiian? To it was quick. Yeah. Under Island Captain, it was quick. Yep. I, I mean, th- that's how fast this has pivoted. And, um, you know, we're doing our best to mitigate that with the company uh, the best we can. Um you know, Rod alluded to the fact that we're at the mercy of the state. Unfortunately, when the when the company looks forward at bookings, because we're locked down, there are no bookings. Nobody's going to book a flight, right? If they don't know what's going to happen to their so, you know, when they when they finally open it up, maybe bookings go through the roof. I mean, yeah. who there's a lot of I believe there's a lot of people that still want to come to Hawaii. I mean, that's my um, belief, and I think that's going to help. But until we get things moving on the state level, it's it's just going to be you know, looking forward is going to be really tough. Uh, furloughs is a, is a emotional subject for me because I was there, Sean. I, 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 unfortunately I was furloughed for nearly five years. Um, but until it happens, you just, we, we don't know. I mean, how many there's going to be, if there's going to be any, you know, the cares act, there, there's so many ifs around, 
but obviously it's got to be in everybody's minds because it's it's a big possibility that it could happen. So I think you just got to hang in there, everybody, and just be positive and, and wait until it actually happens, if it's going to happen. There's so many external factors yeah. that can yeah. affect it. And speaking of unknowns, the CARES Act 1 expiring on uh, September 30th uh, uh, might might get some kind of an extension. We were just talking about that earlier where the CARES Act 2 could protect jobs until March, right? March something, uh, March 30th? March, March 31st, 31st yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. And we don't really know the fate of that. That's all going on in Washington. So, so if that goes through, you know, and hopefully it does, and it protects our pilots and all pilots till March 31st, you know, I certainly think that by March 31st, things will be a lot more positive in the industry, and, and maybe, um, you know, that'll fix, fix the problem. We'll bounce back like everybody else by, by early next year. We've got two programs out right now, the uh, extended enhanced surf relief and the permanent enhanced surf relief, early retirement, essentially. And uh, uh, it's, it's uh, the, the permanent enhanced surf relief, uh, the early retirement portion has been already offered to eligible pilots. Can we talk about uh, the progress made in, in negotiating those, uh, those agreements and, and what we can expect in the future with the rollout of those two programs? You know, it's been rolled out. As Doug said on the call today, I think we got a handful of folks that have decided to take the Pizel. Obviously not, you know, what we'd like to see. I think there's still some external factors affecting that that will will improve. But candidly, as the goalpost changes here and the company's outlook, as Doug discussed a little bit, changes as well, maybe the dynamic of those Pizels uh, and, and the easels become a more attractive thing for folks. And maybe there's some some stuff we can do there to make it more attractive, uh, you know, and, and they're in talks with the company right now to, to try to do that. And hopefully, it, it you know, folks see the value in it and, and what it offers and, and they they come out and take it. I mean, listen, this is even if we get back to flying here, it's not going to be the same, right? right. International flying's dried up for now. You know, it's going to be West Coast flying. It's going to be, so, I mean, everybody's lifestyle is going to change. So people need to adjust and plan their 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 futures based on what we see coming out of this in the immediate future. I think right. the, the big question, too, is, you know, all pilots, all, all our pilots, and even the MEC and the negotiating committee, is how many are going to offer, right? And we don't know that yet in each category. That's the big mystery. So, um Hopefully that's going to come out shortly. We'll have you know uh, yeah. more to offer on that. But that's you know, you know, how many are going to be out there? How many sure. are going to be available? Let's talk about the history behind uh, these two uh, agreements. The easel Peasel. Um, uh, it was quite a while in the making. It was months of negotiation with Doug and his team. And can you tell me about the work that went on behind the scenes to make this happen? Well, they did. Uh, Negotiating committee did did a great job, and it, it took months. I mean, Larry, when do you think when did it actually start? I mean, back in April, May. Oh gosh, I uh, mean, this thing end of March, April, yeah, March, yeah, end of March, end of April. March. We started seeing what other properties were were coming up with, and and what they were, you know, what they were doing to try to mitigate things. And, and you now, Rod, former negotiating committee member, he knows how it goes. I mean, once you start, then you start looking at what other folks are doing. And yeah. You know, and I think um, they talked to some other people, obviously, out there, other airlines. I mean, I think uh, there was a little communication going on with everybody. Because um, if you look at a lot of the programs, a lot of the programs are, 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 are similar in a lot of ways, right, uh, with other airlines. Mm-hmm. So, And 
everybody's doing things a little bit differently, uh, but they did a lot of work, and um, hopefully it's going to work for our pilots as far as uh, you know the numbers and, and, and people getting what they want. If you want an easel, you're going to get one, hopefully. So, I think one of the challenges we have is, is for other airlines on the mainland, United, Delta, they, they were still able to keep flying. So they have somewhat of a skeleton schedule going. We have a skeleton schedule going, but we're, our state is effectively locked down. So when they started going through their programs, we started looking at what they're doing. But a lot of what those properties are doing doesn't really apply necessarily to what we're doing because we're in a very unique situation here in Hawaii. So I think Doug and his crew have done a really good job of kind of piecing together what other places are doing and trying to take the best out of all that stuff and apply it to our situation here right? and and get us the best possible deal we can. You know, again, I said it before, the goalpost keeps moving. You know, as long as these keep getting extended, the the flying gets extended, the it's going to keep changing, unfortunately. Right. Originally, it was supposed to be last month to open yep. up the state. Now it's September 1st, and even that's in doubt. So to k- kick the can down the road, the uh, situation changes quite dramatically month to month. Yep. And the only base that we have is right here in Honolulu, <laughs> and, you know, we're quarantined. So that makes us, like Larry says, unique compared to any other airline. That have multiple bases and so on throughout the, the U.S. Speaking of quarantine, uh, we were just uh, we're just discussing the Eleventh Proclamation about uh, uh, county versus state authority, and I just want to stress how important it is for pilots to keep reading their emails because uh, it it uh, the the quarantine exemption status might change, it might not, but it it it's pretty dynamic, huh? Yeah, just like everything else, it changes. And there, I emailed General Hara, got an email back from him that everything stays status quo. But it sounds like maybe now on Outer Island, that might be a little bit different. Uh, the, the interpretation might be a little bit different. I think the company's trying to understand what that is. What if uh, a pilot uh, has an issue on the road and just file a dart and you know, gets to the right people uh, in terms of uh, what they encounter in, in their quarantine experience, so to speak? Yeah, pick up your phone, file a dart. Throw a dart. Yeah. So and speaking of that, I don't think we spoke since we rolled out dart in June. Uh, that's been going well. I think a couple hundred in the last few well, months. Well, only because you were in charge of rolling yeah, it out, that's Sean. that's right. Man. That's why it's going well. well you could only roll it out in the middle of the pandemic when there was no <laughs> flying going on. We're not rolling out much, but hey, we might as well roll out dart. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, on average, uh, the couple hundred darts we got, the average reply is uh, 0.8 days. So less than, less than day, one day. Less than 24 hours. And the National wanted us at a target of 48 hours or less. So we're, we're flying through that uh, target there. And that's. Thanks to all the committee members getting back to the bias real quick. and Yeah, it's working well. Nope. Well, I think being able to channel the questions to the appropriate yeah. folks works really well. You know, as whereas before you had yeah. too many chefs in right. the kitchen trying to. You'd have to know that this guy does yeah. that and this guy does exactly. that. Exactly. But, I mean, that drives home, uh, hey, we're, we're, we're united. This is a, a, a unity effort, and all the pilots we're all working together as one team. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Just uh, tell me how important unity is to you. Well, it's everything, you know. I mean, uh, and you find out how unified you are when things are uh, are, are down, right? When things yeah. are good, it's easy to be unified. But when things get ugly, uh, it, it's like a uh, – I can relate it to, to a hockey team, Sean. Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, 
it's not always the best team that wins. It's the most unified team sometimes that wins. It sticks together, right? So, and I think we've, we've proven that as a uh, MEC. We've stuck together, and uh, hopefully our whole group is. You know, our whole pilot group is unified. So it's very important. I just finished watching, I don't know if you guys have watched on Netflix, The Last Dance. Michael Jordan. I haven't seen it. Have you guys seen it? Oh, was it that documentary? Yeah. It's a documentary yeah, about Michael it. Jordan. I'll uh, tell it. you, yeah. it, it, it plays exactly to what this is, that, you know, they won six title championships. They didn't have the best team. Yeah. But Michael Jordan was the leader, and he literally, it was a, a, a he took it upon himself to just bring out the best in everybody and take the whole team on his shoulders, and they became a unified team. That's right. goes to what Rod was saying, you know, the same type of thing. They... They rallied around him, and um, they were unified. And, and it's more than just strong leaders. It's it's having, uh, in, in the terms of pilot group, it's having the pilots be informed and being unified as well. Cause the company's definitely listening to us. The company oh, absolutely. for sure can see uh, if uh, a fight breaks out from within the pilot ranks. And, 100%. And they will eat that up yep. so quickly. They, they love nothing more. And there's going to be some ups and downs, obviously, right? Like mm-hmm. the Chicago Bulls uh, during those uh, d- that dynasty. I mean, it wasn't always perfect. There's ups and downs and so on. And just like our pilot group, you know, nothing's perfect. But uh, you come to a resolution, you settle it, you, f- you, know, you, know, you, f- you figure out the problem, and, and you just move on. It's on Netflix. It's I just Netflix? finished it. There's seven episodes. They uh, get really I didn't into see the whole thing, but I saw going part on. Of I mean, it, it was impressive. Um, it's impressive what that guy accomplished. And you know, guys didn't like him. His teammates, truthfully, did not like him much. But they said he fucking came to win, and he brought out the best in us through ridiculing us, through riding us, through. I mean, that guy was a winner. Wow. I, I don't. I don't think there's it been was a guy more like attitude that. than athleticism. Yeah. Was. Well, it's a good documentary too because I heard a couple guys were not real happy with. Jordan because he was too honest. Yeah, really. You know, uh, with some of the stories he came up with. Yeah, I gotta watch. Yeah, I, you gotta watch it, dude. Watch it's it. it's great for uh, non revin The Last yeah, Dance. Yeah, yeah. Download the Last Dance. Okay. Yeah, I've been just watching Hamilton and repeat for the last. God, week. Sean Lee. Come on. I know. It's the musical of our generation. Yeah, <laughs> you're not a typical millennia. Yeah, so I just I just went through. Uh, I just went to CQ, my annual recurrent. Uh, the company was actually pretty good about masking and social distancing and. You know the sim seemed pretty clean, and it, it 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 actually the system seems to be working. But we got some changes coming up, huh? We got uh, sim training in Atlanta for the seven one folks. Yeah, the seven one. Um, you know, Brisbane obviously, in its current shutdown state, is not an option for us. And when you start looking for options, there's not a whole bunch out there. Um, really, the only one, a viable one, is in Atlanta Delta Airlines. And I got to train the pilots, so yeah. um, you know we're going to Atlanta. Obviously, it's not an ideal situation with the uptick in COVID cases there and everything that's going on there. But we've done our homework. We've tasked our committee people with doing their homework on the hotel, the training center, the program. Uh, Mike Scales, the seven one seven fleet captain, has been really good about working with us on that stuff and reaching out and, and getting you know opinions. And I knock on wood. I hope it. Uh, I hope it goes well. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, work done on it, you know, research. So hopefully, it's all good when the crews go there. We'll, we're going to find out, I guess. Right? We know it's not the ideal situation. Yeah. I feel lots of phone calls about it, lots of text messages about it. Obviously, we'd like a uh, a different scenario, 
unfortunately, there isn't one. Yeah. And we have to train pilots. And there's only so like we can three only do. We got to do the, the best. Yeah. There's only three yeah. or four in the world. We got to do the best with what the with the resources we have, and so we can only make it as safe as we can, and try to reassure everybody that that, that we we're doing our our due diligence. On I know it. Danny Moore and his team, and even Will Davis and the hotel committee. They've been looking at hotels around oh, yeah. Atlanta, and uh, people da- who have been doing their due diligence. Danny's been great. Um, you know, he knows what he's doing. Uh, Will, obviously. As well, same thing. He's been keeping me updated on hotels yeah. there. I think we've been through three iterations of hotels there now. They finally found one that, and and they even had Craig K involved with security. Yeah, you know, yeah. For, uh, kind of sweeping the area and figuring out if it was safe or not. So we we did. We had everybody involved. Maybe we should send Craig K there for the for the whole duration and, and yeah. just be the, the resident. Guy. That's right. <laughs> he, 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 the problem is Take he'd enjoy of, it. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of any issues we have down there. <laughs> exactly. Just, Craig if you K. have a problem, Craig K. He's will be at the Waffle and House. And it'll be like the last dance. We're going to have to go to Atlanta right. and bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be yeah. there with yeah. Carmen Electra. Exactly. <laughs> Craig, it's time to come home. Yeah. Well, speaking of training, it took a pandemic to get it, but we're getting iPads, guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean. There was a group uh, of us. We had a Zoom meeting with the company about uh, two weeks ago or so. We're talking about the rollout of the iPads. I think the company uh, uh, knew that the uh, batteries on the current EFBs are uh, are running out of their warranty. Uh, So we've been involved in talks with that. So a little silver lining. I mean, there's there's a pandemic going on, but we're making steps forward. We lent the company, you and Mike. (laughs) Heavy emphasis on the lend. Uh, and, yeah, you guys have been involved in that. I mean. Yeah. So, Sean, tell us, is it, you like it? The program is it, good? It it makes more sense than the current EFB. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And, you know, it iPads are pretty uh, intuitive to learn. Which iPad are they going with? It's the, is it 10 and a half inches? Uh, it's not the Pro. It's not the Mini. It's just the standard iPad. And I think it has the cell capabilities, so it has the GPS built in and, You'd be able to download your flight plans. Don't quote quote me on that, but it's it's pretty good. The big that, that thing was is Bob's whole thing is he wanted it to be able to download yeah. flight plans. Yeah, you can download it at the gate. You don't have to tether it to your phone like I do, or you know have to yeah. get Wi-Fi from the terminal. The iPads and then the uh, website that's actually designed to be viewed on a mobile device, and it's a little more friendlier than our drop-down menus. I saw that. Me and Mike saw that the other day. It it looks like a pretty decent product and. I think the deadline here is like November, September, October, November, that they have to roll out the iPads. So that's coming up here. They said something about mailing it to the pilots, but that's yet to be determined. Rumor control. Rumor control. Let's talk about yeah, let's talk about that. What have we been hearing, guys? Right. How about, how about easel, easel? How about the easels I mean, and the displacement bid? There's there's a bunch of a gears one. in motion about the displacement bid. When it's coming out, yeah. if it's got, well, you know, you know the, the, the time frame from that, so... Safe to, to say in the next couple of weeks, for yeah, sure. I would say I in the next couple of weeks, for yeah. sure. We're going to see something. Yeah. Displacement yeah. bid and somewhere around that, we'll, we'll know how many easels yep. need to come out. And peasels. And peasels. Uh, Doug said today on the call there was a handful of peasels. A handful of peasels. But, you know, as number, I said earlier, though, with the with the state changing the, the rules and the, moving the goalpost, that right. could change, too. You know, it's dynamic. It changes and every day almost. Let's talk about the all-pilot calls. Listen, I I mean, I think the all-pilot calls have been a very bright spot in, in all of this, frankly. I mean, we've been um, consecutively 
north of 300 participants yeah. on every call, which for us here in Hawaiian was kind of unheard of for engagement right. by the pilots. I mean, that's a testament to you and the communications committee and that what you guys have rolled out and just what we're doing right now, even podcasts. Um, I think pilots like being informed. I think they, I get the sense they like, even though we're flooding them with communications, they'd rather get more than less. And I think the all pilot calls have been a really bright spot in an otherwise shitty time. Yeah, we've done what, 15 of them? 15. And, you know, you figure, figure 40% of our pilots are on that call, pushing 50%. Yeah. Every, you know, every time we have it. So It's important to stay informed. It's important to read your emails, and it's very important to read, uh, in in our case of the, the assessment, what you're voting on. Open the email, read the resolution, go down line by line. Especially right now. Yeah. yeah. Knowledge is power. Yeah. You know, as, if people are informed on what's going on, we're a far better off group than if they're not. And, you know, I say this with all due respect, but if you can read the FARs, you can read yeah. emails from Alpha. That's right. Yeah. But there's good information in the emails. I mean, a lot of questions I get are right in the emails. Right. If you read the emails, you wouldn't have to call me. Right. And I'd rather you read me. the email than call me. Well, you know, if, if you, if you are legitimately confused and you, you don't know what it is, feel free to call Rod. Yeah. Anytime. His number is oh, 702. <laughs> <laughs> His social security that. number. <laughs> yeah. I'll answer the call. Or I'll get back to you shortly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, any closing thoughts? What what uh what, what what's keeping you guys up at night and what are we gonna do to fix it? That's uh, just the uncertainty, right? That's yeah. what it is, and that's all the pilots. And and, and we're no different. We're like uh, everybody else here. Um uh, uncertainty is, is what's going on right now, but stay positive and um, things are going to turn around here at some point. What would you say to our most junior pilots? What do you say to the, the junior pilots um, possibly looking furloughs in the eye? We've got your back. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, we, I, we keep saying it on the call. We represent 800 and some pilots, not just you yeah. know, a select group. And we will constantly brainstorm ideas to try to mitigate any involuntary furloughs whatsoever. I mean, Doug and his team are, listen, Doug's, I, I, I know Doug, I've known Doug a long time. He's literally up all night thinking of ideas to try to mitigate this stuff. So, I mean, until it happens, I would say, you know, try to be positive, as Rod said. Um, we're doing all we can. I mean, uh, the, the company's doing all they can. Yeah, I mean... Hang in there. I said this on the call this morning. We we don't know if the company will turn their backs on us, but we know if that happens, our pilots will have each other's backs, 100%. Yeah, and, and I would like to add, too, that if you do get furloughed, it's not the end of the world. I mean, uh, you've got a seniority number here. You're going to get, hopefully it's going to be a short time, short duration, and you'll be back, so. Rod and I both got furloughed. Nice. Yeah. After 2001. I took a three-month trip around the world. Larry, Larry had a really good deal. Really? Yeah, he took a What'd you do? What'd you do? So I, I, I bought a full fare first class ticket around the world. It actually was sold as around the world, and it was flex time. Wow. So you could change any segment as long as there was another empty first class seat. And I, I went, it was a two-month trip, went with my old man. We would just, we literally started in Calgary, Canada, and went around the freaking world for two wow. months. 
I'm going to yeah. do that. Then. I was in Cape Town, South Africa. There you go, Sean. There, yeah. There's an idea. Yeah. There's something yeah. for me to do. I was in Cape Town, South Africa, and, and uh, Judy Uden called and said, Larry, you got to come back to work. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to come back yet. He's having the time of his life. So, I mean, uh, my furlough experience was dramatically different right, than Rod's. Right, right. Okay, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you uh, on the next All Pilot call, and I'm sure everyone will be hearing from you, too. Oh, yeah. Hey, Sean. Great job, by the way. Thank you. Keep it up. Talk Story is a production of the Hawaiian Airlines Master Executive Council. It's produced here in Honolulu, Hawaii. If you have a question, email us at howcommunications at alpha.org or send us a dot. Aloha.